Welcome to Kickabout, bonus content of the Knock Soccer Podcast. Patrick Teasdale here, and we've got an awesome bonus episode headed your way in the lead up to one Knoxville's next home match against Dalton Red Wolves at Knox Catholic this Saturday, May 28th, which will be followed by a quick trip down to Georgia to take on Tormenta on Monday. Be sure to wear all blue so we can show these Red Wolves how it's really done. This past weekend, Mark McKeever's lads visited Tennessee SC for an away leg of the Music City versus Scruffy City Derby. You may have noticed there was no live stream available for fans who still gathered at Fanatic Brewery to mingle and cheer on the boys from afar. Instead, we got Ami Robbie, director of soccer ops for the club, live tweeting on Twitter. One Knoxville took a first half lead through striker Steven Afrifa, who opened his account for the club with a lightning strike goal. Costa Rica midfielder Amferni Arias was sent off with two yellows and will miss the Dalton match as a result. Still, one Knoxville held on to a 1 0 victory on the road in miserably rainy conditions. If you feel like you missed out on the action, we've got you covered. Ami hopped on a call with us to give us the backstory of the win. He addressed some of the unanswered questions you had for him on Twitter, including who of the team he'd prefer to be stranded on a desert island with. He talked to us about how the team spent the three-hour rain delay and gave us his own colorful take of a FIFA's goal. But most importantly, Ami addressed the question hanging over all of our heads. If Scandinavian big man Sebastian Thor Andreasen wasn't a footballer, would he have a future as a European house DJ? DJ Thor has a nice ring to it. Take it away, Ami. Brian Canaver here. I got Ami Robbie from One Knoxville SC, Director of Soccer Operations. Ami, uh, we know that the club had an away match this past Saturday against Tennessee SC. There was no stream, so we did not get to witness anything that happened. Can you tell me yeah. about that game? I know it was eventful, uh, so... What went down on the team's ride over to Nashville? Wow. Yeah, where do I, where do I start? It was a series of events. Um, <laughs> some of the things, you know, you, you had to be there to believe it. You had to be there to hear. And, well, I'll, I'll start with the game. You know, it was eventful. There was a lot of rain coming down, a lot of wind. There was lightning strikes. And you could you could see the lightning strikes, but they obviously weren't, they weren't within the 10 within the 10 miles. So we kept playing. And, uh, yeah, the ball would absolutely fizz off the ground. It would bounce at 100 mile an hour it was very very hard to control um the other team were, were very energetic came at us it was it was eventful there's a lot of collisions there was a lot of decisions that had to be made from the referee 99 percent didn't go in our favor but uh yeah the, the coaching staff the players everyone made that very well known the referees didn't really help us out very much just one thing after another those chances both ends counter-attacks tackles uh, yeah, you name it, the, the game had it all apart from goals. <laughs> but uh, one did come, Stephen Afrifa, great build-up play, did very well under the conditions. Switched the play from right to left. I can't remember who played the ball over the top into Moses, but Moses Mensas brought the ball down on the left side and, and crossed it in across the six-yard box. Stephen Afrifa's got across the front man and towards the front post and just tucked it in to the goal. So it was a great build-up, great team goal, good directions with the switch of plays, the delivery into the middle. Stephen Afrifa was in the right place at the right time. Some great movement from him. Uh, so that was the goal. Yeah, it was just a case of getting through to half time because we were very unsure on, on the conditions. And as long as we have 45 minutes played, then the result would have been, would have counted. So even if we couldn't play past half time, if we had that 1-0 win, we'd have got the three points. So we got the goal in the first half. We were happy about that after a long, long delay to start the game. I'll, I'll, I'll take you back to that. So we, uh, we arrived, we set up. 
set the locker room up, set the warm up up. Everything's up and running. The players are out having a little walk on the field, walk around the locker room. We we come out to warm up. The operations manager, their end, Jeff, his name was, came up to me and was just saying, you know, just want to warn you that the storm's within five minutes of hitting. So I was like, okay, thanks for letting us know. He's like, how do you want to do this? So spoke to Mark and the coaching staff and it was just a case of getting on the ball, not really starting our warm-up just in the case that it, you know, we, we couldn't finish it. So we were just touches on the ball, just giving it five, 10 minutes to see what where the storm was coming from and, and, and it hit. So as soon as it hit, the referees, the officials came over and was like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to delay the warm-up, delay the game, head over to the locker rooms and we'll, we'll wait. So we went to the locker rooms and every lightning strike is 30 minute delay. Every lightning strike, 30 minutes. Lightning strike, 30 minutes. And it would just keep resetting and restarting over. It ended up being a good three hours, three and a half hours we were we were in the locker room. As you can imagine, that three hours was filled with a lot of banter, a lot of laughs. For the culture of the team, it was it was brilliant. All the lads were enjoying the company. The music was going. The, the lads were all playing football, little games. Yeah, it, it was amazing. Um, compared to the TSC locker room, which we didn't really hear much noise coming out from, but of course, we went in there, so we don't know what they were up to. But we were all very chill, very relaxed. Everything was okay. And the latest we could start was was 10.30. Anything after 10.30, we'd have had to come home or potentially stay overnight. The storm kind of cleared up and we we got out there and, and kickoff started at 10.20. So 10.20, we went out there. We got the 45 minutes in, as I said, got into the, the halftime. But I feel like TSC were trying to delay us as much as possible in the, in the approach to the game. And... Uh, you know, we went in at halftime and, and, and the referee was saying, you know, with the rain delays, we can take this down to three minutes if you need it. So the referees were trying to shorten it. Everyone was trying to cut it short. But we were like, nah, 50 minutes. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, we had the win. So we were trying to prolong it from that point on. You know, it started with TSC trying to delay things. They went 1-0 down. So now it's the opposite. Now they're trying to speed things up and we're trying to delay things. <laughs> if there's a lightning strike within 10 miles, the game had to stop. Uh, and you could see the lightning, like you could, the sky would light up, but it was obviously outside of 10 miles. It'd be 30 miles, 20 miles. But every time there was a lightning strike, we're like, look, ref, ref, there's a lightning strike. Look, look, close the game, stop the game. <laughs> trying to trying to get that final whistle. But uh, no, we were just joking around with the referees and the other team saying, look, there's a lightning strike. Did you see that? But no, so we kept playing until it did come below uh, the 10-mile radius. Yeah, they stopped the game at 1-0. So yeah, so that was the game pretty much in a nutshell. A lot of rain, a lot of wind. There was a lot of... Mind games going on is the right phrase. So it was it was eventful and complicated, but we got through it. Three points on the road somehow, but we did it. Were there any fans in attendance for the game? No, so Ren French, the, the brand specialist here at the club, she was there with her two parents and <laughs> that was it. So you mentioned that in the locker room, the boys took the three-hour gap between the game was supposed to start and when they actually started to to bond and listen to music. What were they listening to? What's the music of choice for one night? Oh my goodness, what weren't we listening to? So we, obviously we've got players from all different countries. We had the Spanish-speaking songs. Seba was on the DJ. Seba, Seba was on the speaker. So he was uh, getting his Norwegian songs out. But thing is with Seba, he's got a playlist for every mood, every country, every style. He was having 16 different playlists going off at one time. We, we didn't really know what was coming next. <laughs> I was on the Twitter. I took over the Twitter account. So uh, I was having a bit of banter with the fans and trying to, you know, collaborate with the players, connect the players to the fans and myself. So it was fun. We had a, we had a good laugh with that as well. And then we were just playing all games with the ball, little uh, little flinch games, reactive games. And meanwhile, you know, myself, Drew McKenna, Mark McKeever, were, were all running in and out of the rain, thinking what's going on, what's happening. But yeah, then the food turns up. The Jimmy John's delivery driver comes and joins us in the locker room. He's getting a round of applause. 
uh, yeah, he joined in with a bit of festivities. <laughs> How do you feel like you performed on Twitter? I know, I know that you grew, <laughs> grew the you grew the followers uh, on Twitter. So, how do you feel like your Twitter performance was overall? Yeah, I uh, to be honest, my, my game by game updates weren't great. I was I was a little too too into the game, too into the weather, and was kind of uh, managing what was going on. So I was I, I didn't do my, my performance weren't great in the in the play by plays, but. Uh, Definitely in the locker room. I think I've, I've performed to a high level, a level capable of one knocks. <laughs> but no, no, it was it was good. It was, you know, Drew and, and Sam who gave me permission to, to to jump on the Twitter. And I just said to them, listen, like I can I can do this, but how, how much fun are you going to let me have? <laughs> and they said, listen, go for it. Do, do your thing. So yeah, I was having a lot of fun with the fans, the, the supporters group, the scruffs. And yeah, I think by the end of it, they, they don't want me to go anywhere, you know, uh, they were joking around after the game, Drew and, and Sam on the Twitter saying about my performance and we're going to have a board meeting to, to, to assess that. <laughs> but the fans were all over it. They don't want me going nowhere. I think they're even going to make my own song. So I'm waiting to hear that one. All right. Followers, I uh, throwing the jokes out, had little questions going on for the coaches, for the players, having a bit of banter with Nashville SC and the MLS. So it, it was a bit of jokes and going on with the Tennessee soccer club account as well. So it was just all lighthearted banter and I hope the fans enjoyed it because it was just something to keep them keep them going. All right. So uh, you and I got the chance to commentate together uh, for the last home match against Tri-Cities Otter. We we missed out on seeing Steven Afrifa's goal against TSC. So can you give me your best um, iteration of how, how would you describe that goal? You could even put on put on the commentator's voice for me if oh, you want. Wow. That's have to... Uh, I'd have to watch the ball back, I think. But uh, yeah, how would I say? So I can't remember if we switched the ball out, but I'll start with it. So the ball switched out to Moses Mensah on the left-hand side. Bit of contact, but Moses Mensah just squeezes past towards the byline. Delivery comes in. Stephen Afrifa across the front post, across the front man and puts the ball away. 1-0. OKSC away from home. Stop the game. Lightning. We got our win. Off we go. Three points. Lightning strikes in the form of Canadian striker Stephen Afrifa. I like that. That would have been my headline. Last thing for you, Ami, is um, got the away win. Uh, that gives one Knoxville um, six points out of nine so far. Dalton Red Wolves at home this Saturday. Um, how does the team prepare for Dalton? Yeah, so uh, we've obviously got the week to prepare. It's a full week. We haven't got a game before that. You know, we've had a couple of games back to back now, so we've got a we've got a week to get some sort of rhythm. Uh, let the team come back together get some rest uh, and and build into the Dalton home game. So with that being said, that week that we've got now opens up every place that's up for grabs. You know, we're going to have every player training at the same level, training at the same times, doing the same things. Yeah, the places for the squad are, are there for the taking. You know, I don't think anyone has solidified their place in the team yet. Yeah, going into Saturday, the, the, the spots are open, but we've also got Tormenta to consider, uh, which is the Monday. So Quick turnaround over the weekend. We've obviously got the Saturday game and then the Monday game. So this week isn't just to prepare for Dalton; it's also to prepare for for Tormenta. So uh, you might see a lot of a lot of players involved this week and going into the weekend. There'll be there'll be some rotation. So we're excited to have everyone there, everyone fit, everyone ready to go. We've got two very big games, and I, I think we have the depth to to field two really strong teams that we can get six points out of. All right, Ami. And so uh, before I let you go, there were some questions on the Twitter that never got answered. So I'm going to ask them to you. One of them, which is, what is Mark McKeever's favorite band? I don't expect you to know that. If you do, tell us. If not, what is your favorite band? Well, I can tell you Mark McKeever's favorite little DJ going on. Don't know about uh, 
his band, but he's into the dance music. So, uh, yeah, the, the Mark McKee, he, he, he finds his feet and, and the roofs come off when Tiesto gets played. So preference in song, the business. So if you're ever out there or you hear the business by Tiesto in the warm-up playlist, you know who it's for. But mine would be either Coldplay or the Beatles. Anything about those two bands, I'm, I'm all over. Does Seba think he thinks he looks like Zlatan Ibrahimovic? I know when I interviewed Seba, he said his favorite player is Zlatan. We've tried to get the Thor thing going. What do you think, Zlatan or Thor? Yeah, Seba would say that Zlatan looks like Seba. He would say Seba looks like Zlatan. <laughs> oh, Scandinavians. Honestly, as soon as the Thor shout came about, his head grew 15 sizes bigger. So if the fans can make a little song about Thor, I'm sure you'll get a few extra goals here and there. Best bar in the old city. I know that we're in season, so I don't know if the, if the boys are getting out yet. You're director of soccer off, so you, you have a little bit more liberty. The only ones I can think of, there's, a, there's like a Scottish one, right? Is that the old city? What's that called? Clancy's? Talking about Clancy's? Clancy's is class, by the way. Jig and Reel. Jig and Reel, that's the one. Yeah, Mark, you love that one as well. Last one for you. If you had to move to an island with unlimited resources and you could only take one teammate, who would it be and why? Well, not Seba. That's an easy one. One teammate. I want to say Alimu is uh, yet to feature. He's a, he's a character. It has to be him or it has to be Mad Seth. I think, uh, yeah, big Seth Antwi. He's definitely coming with me. Why Seth? Why Seth Antwi? Why not Seth? The living legend. Yeah, Seth you won't hear much from in the season. He's just everywhere. Kind of, He's kind of like on the field. He kind of goes under the radar, but um, you see the benefits that he brings. So he'll be there. We'll have a time of our life. Might not be many words spoken, but uh, as long as he brings his cat, I think we'll, we'll have a good time. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Ami. I appreciate it. <laughs> no worries.